This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's a delight to be with you as we begin another week of broadcasting. And Junie, we're going to look at something that I think is so powerful from the Hebrew Scriptures and I want to encourage our listeners to open their Bibles to Second Chronicles 20, because that's what we're going to be teaching on this week. And I think we all believe that we are living in the end of this age, and there's going to be great difficulty. And through thick and thin, we have to trust the Lord. And chapter uh, 20 in Second Chronicles is really a, a dramatic picture of trusting in the Lord. And uh, we're going to be speaking about King Jehoshaphat and how he was a man of God. And to actually introduce who he was, if you're not familiar with him, before we go to Second Chronicles 20, I want to read a portion out of Second Chronicles 17, verses 3 and 6, which will give you a background and see what kind of man Jehoshaphat was. Second Chronicles 17, beginning at verse 3. And the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he followed the example of his father David's earlier days and did not seek the Baals, Baal, but sought the God of his father. He followed his commandments and he did not act as Israel did because Israel was not in good spiritual condition then. So the Lord established the kingdom in his control and all Judah brought tribute to Jehoshaphat and he had great riches and honor, and he took great delight in the ways of the Lord, and again removed the high places and the Asherim from Judah. So we're talking about uh, a great king in Judah, Junie. So Jehoshaphat was King David's son. Well, in the line of David. So he was in the line of David, but right. he wasn't his direct son. Right. You and I might know that, Shelley, but all this no, that's might good. not. I'm glad you said that. And I want to read a verse from Psalm 15, verses from Psalm 15, which again explain, while not mentioning Jehoshaphat, but it really applies to him. O Lord, who may abide in thy tent? Who may dwell on thy holy hill? He who walks with integrity and works righteousness and speaks truth in his heart. This is an introduction to King Jehoshaphat. Okay, and Jehoshaphat was strong in the Lord because he knew that the Lord hears the cries of the righteous. And in, in James in the New Testament, the word of God says, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. 
So if you have your Bibles, I hope you've already opened it to Second Chronicles chapter 20. Read a few verses at a time and elaborate on them. Second Chronicles 20, beginning at verse 1. Now it came about after this that the sons of Moab and the sons of Ammon, together with some of the Munites, came to make war against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and reported to Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, out of Aram, and behold, they are in Hazan Tamar, that is, En Gedi. Interestingly, Junie, Moab and Ammon are descendants of Lot, and some from Mount Seir, along with Moab and Ammonites, came to make war against Judah. And it was a great multitude, and they were camped at En Gedi. And this multitude was a huge army. All right, let's go on to verse 3 and 4 to set the stage. And Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. So Judah gathered together to seek help from the Lord. They even came from all cities of Judah to seek the Lord. Junie, there's so much in these two verses that speak for to speak to all of us today. It's interesting. I love the Bible, Junie, because it's so real. Jehoshaphat, it says, and Jehoshaphat was afraid. Well, on a natural basis, who wouldn't be afraid when you have a huge army from three different enemies coming against you? But again, there's a message in here for everyone. He was afraid, but what's the first thing he did? He turned his attention to seek the Lord. Junie, if that's all we learn from this week, it's worth it. When we're in trouble, when there's difficulty, when anything is precarious, the first thing to do is to seek the Lord. And God's word even tells us to fear not. Yes. For I am with thee. Be not afraid, for I am thy God. Hallelujah. You know, I'll be with you, I'll comfort you, I'll save you with my right hand. And if we really remember, Shelley, to turn to the Lord for guidance, for wisdom, for comfort, for help. He's faithful. So the word says he set himself to seek the Lord. And really in Hebrew, it literally means he set his face to seek the Lord. So we have to stop there and just ask some questions that I leave for you to answer. When a situation seems overwhelming, what do you do? To whom do you turn? Jehoshaphat set himself to seek the Lord. Not only that, but he understood the enormity or the seriousness of the circumstances. So he knew that this was a spiritual battle, but he called all the people from Judah, and they were all involved to seek help from the Lord. So they weren't spectators. They were not just onlookers. They were participants in seeking the face of the Lord. All right, let's go on, beginning at verse 5 in chapter 20 of Second Chronicles. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. And he said, this is his prayer, O Lord, the God of our fathers, art thou not God in the heavens? Art thou not under over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in thy hand, so no one can stand against thee. 
Junie, I, as I'm reading it, I just sense that while he was afraid initially, I think that fear left him as soon as he sought the Lord. And he's telling the Lord, he's acknowledging who the Lord is. Are you not God of the heavens? Are you not ruler over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hand so that no one can stand against thee. I think he saw immediately that these three armies, which would have greatly outnumbered the army of Judah, they were no match on a natural basis. But Jehoshaphat knew that God was on his side side, and no one can stand against God. And you know, Shelley, the scriptures tell us that eternity is planted in our hearts. Yes. And so if we remember God, the eternal one, and we turn to him as the eternal one, something happens to comfort our soul yes, Lord. by the eternal one. So the circumstances that we're facing don't overwhelm us because we have someone with us to carry us through. Thank you, Lord. And that really is a gift from the Lord to all who turn to him, Shelley. That's right. It's our choice not to, to turn to drinking, drugs, sin, the world, counselors, doctors, lawyers. Not that we shouldn't go to doctors or lawyers, but our trust and our faith should always be in the Holy One Thank you, and in eternal things that our soul might be comforted and at peace. Amen. Amen. All right. That was verses five and six. Let's go to seven and eight and more of what uh, Jehoshaphat prayed. Didst thou not, O our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land? before thy people Israel, and give it to the descendants of Abraham, thy friend forever. And they lived in it, and have built thee a sanctuary there for thy name. And we'll go on to verse 9 in a moment. But Junie, I think when when the fear grips us, as it probably did Jehoshaphat, we must recognize who God is. And I, we pray for each one of our listeners as well as us, that God has has a history with us. And we look back and thought, well, this situation is impossible, but nothing is impossible with God. That the first line of defense when trouble comes is to turn and seek out the face of God. It should become a way of life. Otherwise, we'll just be overwhelmed. And the scriptures tell us, and we've experienced in the last 45 years, that the Lord really does deliver us from all of our fears. That's right. And when we seek him, if we're filled with fear, he ignites faith within us to trust him and believe and to know that he loves us, he cares, and he's with us. Oh, bless the Lord. So Jehoshaphat continues to acknowledge that God is sovereign. He's a covenant-keeping God, and he promised to never leave us nor forsake us. Okay, let's go on a little further. Verse 9 in Second Chronicles 20. Should evil come upon us, the sword or judgment or pestilence or famine, 
we will stand before this house and before thee, for thy name is in this house, and cry to thee in our distress, and thou wilt hear and deliver us. Junie, what instruction for all of us. Do we really know that we know that we know that when we cry out to God, he hears us. He delights in us crying out to him. And this we'll see throughout this whole chapter, we need to become totally dependent upon him. And it's interesting in Hebrew, Juni, we, we recite the Shema every Friday to relate to our people. Shema in Hebrew not only means hear, but it means to believe. It to means obey. to obey. In other words, when we hear it, we believe it, and we obey the word of God. And we see Jehoshaphat is really a living example of this. He He's crying out to the Lord, and there's a confirmation in his heart that God will hear him. And as we'll see, Jehoshaphat and all of Judah obeyed the word of God. So I pray that when we pray, we have such an assurance that was in Jehoshaphat's head. We will stand before this house and before thee in thy name and cry out to you. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the example of Jehoshaphat and all the people of Judah who banded together, knew that this was a battle they'd lose on their own. But when God is on our side, the battle is going to be won because he will lead us into victory. I pray, Lord, that every one of our listeners and Junie and I could live such a type life. We pray this in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, Shelley and June Volk. Dot com. That's Shelley and June dot com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. <laughs>